going on gerard uh not much justin just another to... good day <laughs> i need to stop doing that thing at the beginning of all of them i'm like all right yeah okay so um yeah okay it's just another day how's your how's your zach efron thing coming along uh he's coming along now i'm uh are you beyond the foot yet yeah i'm beyond less, the foot less than yeah no the whole like heel or something we were talking about the other day on your podcast about the whole like high detail, low detail thing. Were we? Yeah. Oh yeah, we were. And you said yeah. that they like they like mesh yeah, together. It's like or a 3D, something. it's like a three D picture on the low detail one. Yeah. Well that's that's kinda of what I'm doing now is I'm kind of preparing the low detail one to to be able to put the high detail one onto it. Okay. Do you already have the high detail one, or do you have to make that one? Oh no, both are both are made. It's just so both I'm are made. Waiting to do. Both are made. The low detail one uh, needs to go through a process called UV mapping. Yeah. Which I've is kind of, of yeah. It's <laughs> taking a 3D model and kind of cutting it into little pieces like a puzzle, and then flattening all those pieces out onto a map. Yeah. And those. 3D puzzle pieces um, are what you put textures and colors on and stuff. So without that map of the 3D object laid out for you like that, you wouldn't be yeah. able to... Well, you would be able to put textures on it. just wouldn't like look right. It would look like really weird. My microphone has joined us now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, it sounds pretty cool. Sounds pretty freaking cool. Okay, I was just about to ask you something. And I don't remember what I was about to ask you. So shit. What are we talking That's about? Something to do with our topic? Oh, yes. Yes, our wonderful topic. Gerard, how annoyed do you get in traffic? Um, not very annoyed, but that's because I'm an easygoing person by nature. <laughs> Audience, how annoyed do you get by traffic? Okay, so because Gerard gave the wrong answer. I get I get pretty uh, irritated, agitated while I'm in traffic. Well, I also don't drive that often, so that's that's a part of that's it. That's true. And you live in Florida, which might not be as bad as the Pennsylvania. Oh, no, I'm Florida, Florida, sure. Florida, like, worse, Florida, like, Florida, like, waiting in traffic is really bad. Yes. But I'm never in a vehicle here, so it's cool. great. And you're never, especially driving that vehicle. Yeah. You're in it. You're in, like, an Uber or something. So, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about some trafficy stuff. I don't know if you have anywhere you want to start. Trafiki from The Lion King. Yeah. Not actually his name. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I don't know if you have anywhere you want to start. I wrote down a bunch of stuff, and now I'm starting to realize I don't really know where to start. But uh, No, just that I realize that I'm a very, very odd human being. Maybe it's just because of my situation that I don't get upset as easily with other people on the road as many other people do like it, it might be because i just don't drive a lot maybe it's because when you're home you have that like huge ass truck that you drive around which uh, for anybody watching this i know gerard does not exactly look like the big truck guy but he actually is it's kind of hilarious and for see. the record the truck isn't like it's not like a big one big one 
It's a pretty that, big truck. That it's not, it's not like of, some like a lot of dealerships like monster like. Well, like a lot of the a lot of the models that have been coming out over the past like five years have been like really heavy duty trucks. Like people are are always are have been pushing that like that like squ- like giant square shape for all the yeah. trucks now. Well, because mine's like early two thousands, it still has that like round kind of sporty look to it, sorta. And I mean, it's it's big, but I'd I'd say it's a medium truck. It's not a small one. It's not a big one. Yeah. Okay. We'll call it a medium truck, but it's a relatively large truck. It's not like one of those low riders or like this tall. Yeah. And it's not like one of those trucks that your voice just automatically gets deeper when you drive it type of things. That's it's true. just it's just a a truck in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. And um, do you think part of the reason you get mad? Do you do you ever do that thing that everybody I know with a jeeper truck does? where you're just kind of like less cautious about the way you drive because you're like well if i get in an accident it's going to do more damage to them than it is to me no because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an incredibly cautious driver i don't actually well, yeah that's true yeah i don't i don't but, trust myself a lot to make rigorous decisions while i'm driving yes yeah well you yeah, yeah. you probably shouldn't but nobody should trust themselves to do yeah that. well you, or like people or you just shouldn't do it there are a lot of things that people do that piss me and everyone off all the time while they're a lot on the road. Of, a lot of things people do, they they do successfully without hitting one, hitting anyone, but it's like by the skin of their teeth. Yes. And basically everyone on the planet that has happened to multiple times, and it's amazing to me. Yes, I've had how so many people have done like risky things while driving, and they've come through without a scratch. I mean, there are a lot of yes. accidents that happen every single day, but yes, yes, I I realized that I I don't know if it's just me, but uh, I feel like drivers, at least around here, are just getting worse, like by the day. I don't oh, know yeah. if that's because oh, winter is coming along, or what, but um, I've had my current car for almost two years now, I think, or like a year and a half, and actually, just a couple of weeks ago, I had to use my horn for the first time. Like, actually use my horn. I was telling my father about that when I got home that night. I was like, I actually had to use it. Someone was driving so bad. And on my way back to school this past, uh, actually, it was a weekend. I went to hockey on Tuesday night. And then Mm -hmm. on my, no, I don't remember when the fuck it was. But I was on my way to school. And I had to use my horn again because the same person almost hit me twice in, like, the same five minutes. And I was like, what is this? This guy, this guy didn't know what they were doing, and they they came to this light. Under the influence. Yeah, well, I don't think it was that. I think it was just someone that was old and didn't know where they well, were going. Yeah, because we're okay, because like where I was coming, there's like you you go you're going down a road. Yep. And I'm turning left, and there's two left lanes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was in I was in the right left turn lane, and he was in the left. Yeah. Lane. So not the one all the way over. Yes. But the one next. To yes. Him. Yes. Like the middle lane. And this dude was in the left left turn lane. But the thing was, I had to turn this way and then keep going straight. And then if you're listening to this on audio only, you're going to get really lost because you can't see my hands. But I had to turn and keep going straight. And this guy had to get, not only did he have to be in my lane and he tried to cut in front of me while I was literally right next to him. He had to get in the lane next to that because there was an on-ramp right here that he was trying to get onto. So So he was multiple lanes over. Yes, he and shows an incredibly bad time to figure so that he, out. He needed to be to in the lane. far right lane. Yeah, and for some reason, not, not a there. good idea to be in the far left lane. 
when he got there. And then he like he was not checking his mirrors or anything either. And decided like, to fix it on. right when you were coming. Yes. Well, yeah, because I was in his way, so I had to like I had to like stop, and then so he could like get over. Yeah. And I didn't honk at him yet. I was like, that's not enough to make me go yet. But then the thing was, there are these cars, you know, flying by me on the right side. And he's still trying to get over it. He's just sitting in front of me, and the light is green. And that's when I was finally like, dude, you got, Yo, like, like honk, honk. Let's go. Yeah, because, okay. So th- that's going to bring me to one of the first points I'm going to make that I didn't even write down. But, like, people, I, I don't know if you do this, or I, I know I don't do this. But, like, when you get that situation, like, I get that sometimes you just fuck up. I get that sometimes you're just in the wrong lane. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, we all do it. You've got to learn to go with, like, what's legal or like go with what lane you're in and then pull over somewhere like reorient yourself and mm-hmm. then figure out where to go don't that's just true. like don't just be like that guy that's like oh shit i'm six lanes over too far let yeah. me just like turn side like, yeah. straight across or like i just pass the exit i need to get off let me just like throw it in reverse and like like you mm. can't do that in the middle of the highway and people yeah. do and people just go every which way and it's like if you screwed up and you got in the wrong lane, if you got if you got in the left lane and you need to go straight, just turn left, get off the road, turn around, and fix it. You know, don't just don't just yeah. for, like take a breather swing, for a like, minute and the then figure and out what you want to do. Back out, and oh my good lord, I, I, I've done that. I do that a lot actually. I'm I'm horrible with like location, basically. Like my internal compass is just not good. Oh, yeah, all. mine's not that good either. So I use my GPS to get, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that. So I'm going to use that as a segue into one of these. I have two unknown traffic laws, and both of them just kind of came up. Both of them did just come up while I was telling that story. So that's a nice transition. First of all, it is illegal, as far as I understand, depending on your state, to... Switch lanes while you're in an intersection. And I see that happening all the yeah, time. That happens a lot. And people need to stop doing that because it's dangerous. That's why it's illegal in the first place. <laughs> and because there's no good reason to do it. Like, I don't get why a person that's switching lanes feels the need to switch the lanes while they're, like, under the traffic light or in an intersection. And you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, maybe it's like I don't know. That is really that is really strange. So that well, good. Hmm, I don't know. I'm trying to th- well, I'm trying to think of like any other time that would be better because if you don't well, while you're on the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I get if you I get if you're on the road, but like you know, what if where you need to be is very very soon after your intersection in theory already be in that lane yeah i I understand that (laughs) but um like i said i get that sometimes you just don't know where you're going or you're in an unfamiliar territory you don't know which lanes are which because the lines on the road are faded and the signs are knocked over or whatever but just don't be like switching especially when you're just doing it to try to pass someone or something like don't do it underneath the light that, like that annoys in, in me a lot. that does annoy me when someone like passes you out and then they turn like in a, another like mile or two yeah. <laughs> like what was like, the point like someone like is trying to pull like you're just cruising down the road someone tries to pull out and they cut you off and then they turn in like three feet later it's yeah. like you literally could have walked there 
<laughs> yeah. But instead, you're out here like trying to cause accidents instead of just getting off your ass. But um, <laughs> yeah. So that's one of them. That brings me into the thing I was talking to you a little bit about before we started recording with the dotted line, solid line, or dashed line, solid line, yeah. whatever you call it. Because you know when you're you're driving in a two lane or four lane highway, depending on if you call it by your side or by the whole. But if you're driving with multiple lanes and there is a dashed line down between you, that the part that everybody knows is that that means you can switch lanes. Yes. Okay, you're allowed to go over dotted lines if safe conditions exist. Yeah. So you know, you can confirm if this is the same in Florida. I would, I would assume it has to be. I've only ever driven in Pennsylvania. But when you come up on an intersection, the the, the lines turn into solid lines. At the meaning, you, meaning you cannot pass. With the arrows that show you which, which lane is which, but they go from dotted to solid, which, yes, means that you're not supposed to cross over those lines while you're in those sections. I also see construction zones sometimes that are two lanes, and they'll just make one solid line right down the middle, and people don't get that that implies that you're not supposed not to cross over the line. And uh, Yeah, that's right. So that's one of my one of my big pet peeves while I'm in, driving. In Florida, it's is a little that, different. At intersections, it, a lot of them don't turn to uh, solid lines. Some of them do, not a lot of them. A lot of them in like a like larger areas that I've noticed. Yeah. A lot of them do seem to be dotted, and they use a lot of these a lot of reflectors actually. If you look on the ground, you'll see a lot of like reflectors. So at night, they'll they'll light up when you hit. Yeah. Well, uh, your lights on them, but I'm uh, and I'm pretty sure there are a couple different colors, but I don't exactly know what each means. Right. Okay. That's weird. I don't drive in Florida, so I can't. Yeah, and I, can't I really rebut, sadly I cannot but, decipher them. But um, yes, yeah, so that's the dotted line, dashed line thing, and um, you'll also notice here at least like two. I know this doesn't happen everywhere, so there is like an exception sometimes. Like the like pretty much the only time. I'm intentionally always going to cross over a solid line is a unit where I live. But when I get to my house, I live right on the highway. Highway. So when I get there, I like have to. Yeah, if you're coming to, like, from if you're coming house. from Tunkanic to your house, yeah, you gotta you gotta cross it. Yeah, exactly. So like there's that, like if you live right there, I guess that's okay. But you'll also notice when there's an actual turn, like anywhere. Maybe people just haven't even noticed that this too, but. Like if you if there's an opportunity to turn onto a different road, the the double solid yellow line turns into a dashed line for like a few feet that indicates where you're actually supposed to turn into that road at. Mm. Mm. So the dash dotted line thing does exist. <laughs> yeah. And it does exist for a reason. And then of course there's the 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 one side dashed, one side solid. Which I hope most people understand how that works. Yeah, that means one and, side can cross, the other can't. Yes, and exactly, and vice versa. And then there's sometimes a single dashed line right down the middle, which means you can pass. Granted, there's nobody coming the other way. But all of that is how that works. So people out there driving, I know damn well that you're not going to fix it because if you're the type of person that doesn't already do this, you're just a lazy son of a bitch that... Is just very ignorant of laws, and you're the worst kind of human being. But if you're if you're uh, if you're interested in not annoying people, start following the laws of the road. 
the other one I wanted to talk about was um, I'm not sure if this one is more frowned upon or if it's actually against the law. And again, it probably depends on the state, so on and so forth. We just we just read that uh, that bizarre law thing, which we'll get more into in a second, where you can't honk the horn of someone else's car in where did I say that was Missouri, something like that. Wait, you can't honk the horn of someone else's car. Yes. So I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll find it again later when we do that. But um, the way I understand it and the way that I do it is uh, you're not really supposed to honk your horn ever unless there's imminent problem. danger. Yes, yeah. you're not supposed to just honk your horn. horn. So like if you're one of those people that just honks the horn at the guy in front of you, like a fraction of a second after the light turned green because you're frustrated and you're impatient and because does happen to me once in a while. you're an awful person. Like, I think in some sen- senses, or not senses, in some situations, that's actually against the law. It's not like you're ever going to get a really heavy penalty for doing it. But point being, you're not supposed to honk your horn because you're pissed off. You're supposed yeah. to use your horn <laughs> when yeah, there's of course. actually danger. So that's why I kind of presented that the way earlier when I said I actually had to use my horn for the first time not too long ago was because I've actually had situations lately where I thought there was going to be an accident. And there, mm-hmm. in if this case, not, if you did not bring attention in this case, a couple of days ago, there probably would have been had I not blasted my horn. My horn sounds awful, too. So that just makes me not want to honk it. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, the other thing, too, that I know is very common where we grew up and probably just about anywhere or at least in small cities just to like honk your horn when you see someone that you know just like on the side yeah, of the road right. or something yeah we're just like hey and it's like who honks it's not a eh, it's a <laughs> i don't understand my t- I've, I've started to notice I there do is this. a honking language i'm i'm, I'm turning in my dad but for, for some reason my dad honks the horn he doesn't like do it with his palm like a normal person was but he like punches the horn and just does it really quickly when he sees people who is big. No, uh, I don't know what I do. And it's, it's like, not it's not punching it. When I'm when I'm like pissed and actually sensing danger, I've noticed I punch it. But actually, otherwise, if I ever were to do it, I'm not a saint when it comes to this honking law either. Like I've, I'm guilty of honking at people. For well, a lot of people are. Yeah, that, that's that's that's, stuff, that's the majority but, of people. But um, I think I actually just use my thumb. Like I just reach over. To where, like, the little horn icon is. Yeah, I, I think I do, too. <laughs> like a because civilized human really being. Like thumbs, it's on both and sides, got, it's not in the middle. I don't honk like the Hulk. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, my fist doesn't turn green and go, like, through the steering wheel when I honk. But, yeah, um... Yeah, but the airbag will go on, but... <laughs> what, what if I just puncture the airbag? What if I just go straight through it, like... That'd <laughs> be cool. Like, I don't know how... My fist gets, like, stuck in, like, the engine of my car. I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah, and then you start, like, spinning around. <laughs> you start doing that thing you do when you're, like, playing, like, Mario Kart as a little kid, and you think that turning with the controller is somehow going to help you. When you play oh, yeah, games. yeah. Did you ever do that? I used yeah. to do that all the freaking time. You see, you're sitting there in front of the TV, like, oh. Yeah, you're like this. <laughs> or with, like, your DS. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Why do we do that? That's weird. But, yes, those are my two... I don't know, man, but once or twice when I was on my DS and were, like, really, really into a game, and, like, I'd be walking with my parents in, like, the mall or something, <laughs> once or twice I, like, hit a sign that was... <laughs> it was one of those, like, um... 
Like, you know, like, say, like, I don't know, JCPenney's or wherever. Yeah, just somewhere. <laughs> but there would there would be, like, those those island counters with, yeah. like, lady, ladies selling, like, I don't know, perfumes and, yeah. and stuff like that, whatever. Um, yeah, now, now they're just, like, cell phone kiosks, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in those stores, the one was, like, a sign that was higher than me, but that <laughs> where, my, where my chest was... Like, yeah. chest down, it was open, and it was just two bars on both sides. But then it connected to where, like, where around where my head was, and that's where the actual <laughs> sign was. And I was playing, like, Pokemon or something. Like, I was playing Pokemon or something, and I was just, like, following my parents, and I just, bam, like, hit my head against <laughs> And my parents, like, like, they just... We're cracking up they didn't laughing. Do anything. No, they thought it was hilarious. They probably like watched you. Like, like they knew it was about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Your dad was probably just like, shh, shh watch this. Poof. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Back to driving. That's, that's, that's hilarious. It's mm -hmm. awesome. I do love, I have witnessed once or twice like people like full force running into poles. And it's just, it's so scary and yeah, fun at the same time. <laughs> it's like, Oh man, I think I I saw one that was real bad. I might have told you about this the other week, okay. when I was in that after school program we used to have back in like fifth grade. We had a research or a, a research Jesus a, a recess, like time during that after school activities, and we were playing kickball like on the basketball court that we had behind our middle school, and yeah, right. This kid was running after a, a just like a pop fly. And he has his arms out, he's looking at the ball, and he's running, like, full speed ahead and just gets blindsided by the fucking basketball pole. Uh, and, I mean, this was a big kid, too. Like, there's a lot of force that was going into that thing. Uh, and that was so, like, I thought he knocked himself out. What program was very, it? Do you remember? It was ASAP. We, it, they quit it after or we were in fifth grade. It was, um, I forget how you really got into it, because I just kind of, like, started doing it. It was kind of like, it was really fun, actually, because it was, I, I, like, the ultimate goal of it was for kids that were lazy to, like, actually get their homework done oh, okay. and actually get involved in things. Because what it was was that we'd get out at, like, 3. We'd mm -hmm. go. Yeah, right. They'd have, like, a recess and for, like, 45 minutes to an hour or something just for the kids to, like, get all their energy out energy and out, just yeah. kind of get refreshed. Which is a good and then, thing. It was split into thirds, so it was like the first third was that research, or recess, I don't know why I keep saying research, <laughs> recess, and then it was, uh, they were, they gave us the planners, and in middle school they were like the actual like big planners, they not were, like, they were huge. and uh, we were obligated to write down our homework in the planner first of all, and then they had like tutors that would go over what we had in our planner and then make sure we brought out the homework and did the homework we were supposed to do and we do that for a third of it and then there was like clubs for the back third there was i was in like a sign language club and like a chess club oh that's cool i don't think i ever did that Maybe on this on the uh on the days off of the week yeah yeah i don't remember who did that i did that because a couple of my friends did i i did it with uh like casey and joe nally and all those <laughs> other kids that we just like forgot existed yeah but uh, <laughs> yeah it was fun it was fun and then they got rid of it and it was helpful it didn't make me when I was that age. I was like a, not a good student and like oh, not okay. really doing, yeah. not so really had yeah. motivation to do my homework. So it was like getting my homework done. Yeah, and then by the time I hit job. high school, 
I don't really know what happened to me, but like 11th grade year, I just like straightened the fuck out and started oh. getting real good grades. Like, like my 10th grade, like if there, if it was on like a line graph and you looked at like my 10th grade report, yeah, it would like shoot up versus my 11th grade report card. It would like from like fifth grade, it would have been like, eh, and then like 11th grade, it was just like, oh, and then yeah, it's really cool. So traffic, that's what we were talking about. And then we started talking about kids running into basketball poles. Um, what else? What else do we have to go, go from here? Do you want to start talking about Elon Musk type shenanigans? Hey, so, yeah, we we'll can talk about that a okay. little bit. Well, now let's. Okay, let me start. I want to start right here. Let me cross off what we already talked about. We talked about these two things. We talked about. That's pretty much it. Okay, so what is traffic? When does? I want to see how you answer this question, because I want it from a mind that hasn't already been shaped and hasn't already watched it bunch of podcasts on this but at what point does traffic become like traffic as in like congested not a good thing type of traffic as opposed to just cars like driving down a road versus like mm, mm-hmm. at what because... point become a problem oh when does it become a problem yes <clears throat> um problem in the sense that it's dangerous Problem just in the sense that it slows you down, you're late to work, you're sitting on I-81 for six hours straight, that kind of thing. Uh, like, when did it become inefficient? Oh, man. Or at what point? Like, what causes traffic? Yeah. So here's my... Well, uh, first of all, accidents in the road. Yes. Uh, well, yes. Absolutely. Construction. Yes. Uh, <laughs> just dumbasses. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, if we really break it apart, so those are, you know, causes of traffic. Oh, and and and, and of course, huge swells, like during times when people get out, like say yes. five o'clock when they get out from work, yeah, stuff like that. Yes. So those those are causes of traffic that definitely happen. And breaking it down to a simplest form, uh, what I'd say is basically traffic happens when a person that's in front of other people stops and then the next person behind them has to stop and then so on and so forth. Yeah. And then what kind of happens when you think just like logically about what traffic is, is that by the time, so say just a red light in general causes traffic because a person has to stop and then the person behind them has to stop and then the person behind them has to stop. And it kind of, it kind of, yeah, it kind of causes this like wave or like bubble that goes backwards and then what happens you know is the light turns green the first person starts going but as the first person starts going you still have people like back here trying to stop because mm-hmm. it's like that it takes everybody some time to get going again so on and so forth so basically just the act of breaking as the person in front is what causes traffic and of course the reason you'd break is a red light of construction yeah, breaking for uh, long periods of time i guess yeah, not even well, not even long periods of time because it it has that like bubble effect to it, where it's like, mm-hmm. it's like when someone breaks, like just I picture like this bubble shooting out of their car, like this anti-traffic bubble, and it starts moving backwards, and then it, it traps the next person in that bubble, and then the next person, and then the oh. next. Oh. But then as it's going back, it's also mm-hmm. releasing the people in front of it, so it's like, you know what I mean? It, That's it, kind of neat. That's it's kind of. It's kind of wave-like. It's yeah. 
traffic shockwave. Yeah, it is. It, it surges back through the traffic. And you could and then, probably, like, if, if we, like, went up into a helicopter and watched traffic, we'd probably yeah. see that. Like, that would be interesting. Yeah, it would be cool. Because it would be, like, because if you're watching, like, steady flowing traffic, the cars would be, like, decently spaced apart. And then they'd kind of, like, compress and then open up again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that would be cool to watch. Like, go up in a helicopter mm-hmm. and uh, and see that. But... Yeah, so that's that's kind of how traffic happens, and uh, I was about to segue that into something, but that's that's basically how it works. And another thing that I wanted to bring up while we're talking about this is uh, how that actually started happening in the first place, and all this congestion and stuff like that is, I guess, like way back in the day. Of course, there weren't cars, you know, back at a certain time. Cars have not always existed, and that's right. Basically. Or not even that, but there was also a time when it was just perfectly normal and efficient for people to walk wherever they needed to go. And Yeah, and like for a time, like bicycles were huge, especially but, in Europe. And, and... Well, another thing that was huge was uh, streetcars for a while, and they actually worked very well because 12, 13, 14, 15 people would get on the same streetcar. They'd all go where they need to go, and there wasn't a whole lot of traffic on the road because there was just like one streetcar in your community or something like that. So like so like like a trolley? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically. I mean, I guess it's kind of similar to how a bus works. It's just they weren't as big. Mm-hmm. But um there was streetcars, so that's how people got around if they had to go beyond walking distance. They'd get in a streetcar, it'd stop certain places, yeah. they'd get on, they'd get off. And traffic wasn't really a problem because it was just fast streetcar running everywhere. And then right. what started happening eventually was that cars came into being a thing and it kind of became a capitalism type of issue because someone made a car and uh people first of all i, I remember uh, seeing somewhere that it was extremely dangerous when start cars started coming about because like i said it was perfectly normal for people to just be like walking around and yeah street. so most people because... still most people still didn't have a car per per uh, household or anything right. most people right. still walked they were just walking like throughout the streets and like the one jackass with a car would like come like down plow them over oh wow like, and yeah, that kind of thing. But um, I didn't think uh, about that. fast forwarding, basically what happened was that car companies started making cars. They realized they could make a lot of money doing this, so they started. We started getting this. They started just kind of brainwashing everybody into thinking you need a car, and it's definitely worked. If you are alive today, you pretty much think you need well, a car. And that's all right. Cars are fantastic, fantastic yeah. things, but we both know multiple people who <laughs> use cars. Who's you? <laughs> use cars well not them in this in this case what i'm about to say what i'm about to say is just like 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 random friends and uh students we know who just like use cars in a not smart manner oh like like they're just reckless drivers you know or or like or like if you like say you're going back to school for the year or something yeah like if you think about your daily activities if you don't have to go like far out of your way, oh, yeah. just not like get a car just or something. Don't go. Yeah. 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 But I feel that. People need to drop lots of money on getting a car. Like like for me. Yeah. I I had to consider whether I wanted to get a car for down here or not. And I thought about it, and a lot of my friends have cars, but my apartment is right across the street from the school. I only need to get groceries like once a month because that's what I do. I just like stock up. And then right. I'm good for a month, and then after the month I go again. So really, like my normal day is just between here and the school for the most part. 
So I don't need a car. Like, why would I drop multiple thousands of dollars yeah. on a car that I'm not even going to need? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. That's kind of what started happening is not only this idea that we need cars, because I could make an argument that we need cars, and that's we had those street cars at one point in time way back when, and they worked fine. But what happened basically was that, uh, that you know, people used to travel around in groups of 12 to 20 people in the same car, not taking up a lot of room on the road. And then these car companies started selling cars, and they started, as a marketing tactic, telling us, you know, they started just kind of pushing this idea into society that everyone needs their own car because it's going to make it easier to go where you need to go or whatever mm-hmm. reason. Like, if, if you ask about why they need a car, they probably can't give you a very good answer other than, oh, I just need to get places. And it's like... Hold your jobs for a Like, I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't know. Now, yeah, and, now you do oftentimes need a car because oftentimes yeah. your job is rather far away. Yeah. There are a lot of situations where you might need yeah. a car or two per household. Yes. And I think, uh, and yeah, back well, then it was a little different. Yeah. And that also goes like geographically, like more in rural, rural areas, like where we live in our hometown, not where you are right now, but it, your job will be farther away because it's like we don't really live near anything. I know people that live in New York City still oftentimes don't have cars because yeah. they Every, have jobs close is to them. just that close. Yeah. And like, who's that close? Yeah, their jobs because there's just there's just everything everywhere, and so they have that kind of thing. So it's, it's a geographical thing, but basically what happened over time was that we started pushing that idea like everybody needs their own car, and eventually what used to be one street car with twelve people in it just getting where they need to be turned into twelve separate cars taking up all the space on the highway. And when you when you think about it, you know, and you just keep multiplying that out, like if you had 12 streetcars in a state, let's say, and each of them carried 12 people at a time. Okay, those numbers are fairly conservative for this example. And even so, you take all them out and give them their own car. That's how it works nowadays. That's going to be 144 cars on the road instead of 12. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's insane, and that's kind of where traffic started. And then, yeah, and then obviously, you know, multiply it on a larger scale. Roads had to be bigger and take up, uh, and it just kind of turned into a big, huge mess from there. Because there are a lot of cars on the road now. It's almost insane to think yeah. about. Well, especially here. Like, yeah. the only time I see a little bit of cars on the road is like, like Sunday. <laughs> not even sunday morning like sunday early, like, like early six sunday morning. morning yeah that's yeah. when there's no cars around yeah seriously it's it's gotten out of control and uh there's also the whole we could just we could go on forever about this there's the whole like a car buying experience you'll see someone talk about why that is still so weird and that also just has to do with the original car companies just trying to kind of capitalize on what they came up with and why the car buying process is still so freaking hard and does not work the same way that literally any other business does where you go in and you have to like haggle the price and you have to get this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. you know, and people have talked about why can't car buying just be like my food shopping where I just like go into this huge store with a bunch of cars on the shelves, pick one, they say, oh, hey. give me $30,000 and you just do and then there's your car but it's never that easy and they do that on purpose they do that to make it hard they do that so that you get confused and don't know what you're doing and in the end 
end up paying a lot more money yeah. than really necessary to get a car. So that's that. Uh, we could probably go on about that forever in a different episode. But uh, moving on. And we probably will, but that's okay. Yeah, we probably will. We need ideas, so uh, we'll keep writing. <laughs> <laughs> keep kind of Try to keep track of that. But um, so I guess the next question would be, what are solutions to the traffic problem? Because as an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur or whatever, a entrepreneur, whatever you want to call me, uh, I, I do like to focus on solutions to problems as opposed to doing what we were just doing and talking about the problem until it fixes itself. So what would be what would be a solution to this traffic issue? I'm sure you could come up with a couple. Um, well, but we'll there see. there is uh, I'm not saying exactly Uber, but maybe a version of Uber right. that might that might be similar to those uh those large cars. like street cars that you that you talked about earlier um but i've also noticed that more people are using ubers nowadays instead of driving their cars as often um yeah we like we were going to talk about like smart cars and stuff a little bit before yeah but but anyway like so well, yeah that's 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 a part of it. i was gonna start getting into the elon musk type of thinking that dude is awesome i love listening to him yeah, does. So i'm not. pretty sure i've said that before on the podcast but um yeah one of his or well his solution to traffic that he's trying to do if anyone is familiar with uh what he does and uh the boring company um he started a company now and he's going to start making uh just digging tunnels basically he's already started doing in la and it's going to put cars on a on a third dimension because that's a, that's another thing. yeah that's right yeah traffic is still two-dimensional okay you have you have this way and you have this way we don't have this way we do to an extent you have like ramps and stuff and like bridges kind of go over each other but it's not entirely three-dimensional you can't really go up and down with driving so that's why elon musk is building these uh tunnels with the boring company because he thinks it'll decongest traffic if we have multiple stories to drive on and he compares it to the what we've done with buildings over time you know after a certain amount of built time, up. just being in buildings and realizing we need more space or whatever you go to a big city buildings are two million feet high yeah and, you know we built up so he said why can't we do the same thing with traffic well, that's what he's doing and there's some cool pictures of it on the internet i think if you look up like the tunnels he's doing of just cars like it looks like uh i'm trying to think of what it looks like some like movie or video game i've played but it's just it's just like all these walls around you of like cars and oh. almost like on display and it's really oh, interesting cool i will have to look like that up, going up um and, and this is in this is in la right that's where he has started it okay so well that's where that's where it's needed yeah well yeah and that's also uh, where elon spends the good majority of his time um obviously you get to be like that famous and stuff he travels a lot and he doesn't really live in one specified location but if he had to That's pick like a hometown it would be uh, los angeles and so he started doing that uh, there it's really funny listening to him talk about how he did it because he just does stuff that's so wild that's kind of his signature he does yeah and he just wakes up one morning has this idea and he just does it like no questions asked 
and on that episode of the Joe Rogan experience uh, we've talked about where Joe Rogan was just asking him like what kind of permissions he had to get to just start digging or digging uh, holes in like in LA and Elon Musk was just looking at him like confused like what do you mean permission we just dug a hole (laughs) he's like there's nothing that's been done about this yet so there's there's nothing on the books yeah yeah you can just you can just like you can just tell he he doesn't overthink things he's like I want to make multi-level traffic and then like the next day it's a thing yeah like he just does it it's like I just filled out a paper and we dug a pit he does first ask questions later (laughs) um, I guess yeah, I mean, really, he just he doesn't overthink anything. But uh, there's that. Now, when you t- when you talk to people, when I've talked to people about this, because I'm pretty interested in this topic about uh, 3D traffic, everybody starts saying flying cars. Flying cars are coming. Flying cars are not. I don't think they are, and I don't think they ever will. And I'm just kind of making that as a bold statement so that I can be proven right or wrong later. But um, I don't th- I, I don't know. What do you think about? flying cars um well if flying cars did become a thing then they okay they would probably probably not fly as high as airplanes yeah that probably wouldn't be good <laughs> yeah um Imagine flying if, your car around and you just get yeah, yeah, t-boned by a freaking <laughs> airplane. airplane yeah that wouldn't be good Jesus. Um, yeah so <laughs> They'd probably be, I'd say they'd probably be rather low, not low to the ground, but higher than the buildings, not super high. And they would probably, there would have to be some sort of, if they become large, if they became on a large scale, they would, there would have to be some sort of traffic rules that they have as well. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to have to get like flying traffic lights. Yeah. (laughs) Liken Back to the Future. (laughs) I haven't actually watched that, but I have seen like the scenes and stuff too for uh, yeah, flying of, cars. One of the best series of all but, um, time, I'd say. I know, uh, scientifically speaking, um, I of course have listened to Elon Musk talk about this. I've listened to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about this. I've listened to Elon Musk talk to Neil deGrasse Tyson about, about this, this. <laughs> and um, uh, it's very interesting. Both of both of them know way more about science than I do. Obviously, <laughs> yes. And um, it's not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be skeptical about flying cars. It's just what I've listened to. And according to the science, it's not that they can't happen per se. It would be more trouble than they're worth. Yes. It's, yeah, it's one of two things. It's um, A, we already have flying cars. They're just called helicopters. Or B, they're not really as glorious as an idea after you just get past like the coolness factor of a flying car they'd actually uh elon musk has talked about like with i mean you know how cars are in the first place and your dad is a mechanic and i'm sure even though he loves cars to no end he still would agree that they're a real pain in the ass to deal with at times yeah they break and all this stuff happens absolutely so like you know elon musk has said that it would be extremely stressful if we started having flying cars right now because... You'd have to work on, on uh, like, miniature planes as well as working on a car. Yeah. like basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the thing. They'd have to be, like, super safe and high maintenance. And, like, like he did get you me thinking... You mean low maintenance? Well... They would, ha- they would have to be low maintenance. Highly maintained. 
Oh yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that but, uh, that that might be a problem too, is because only only smart people would probably be able to use them, because yeah. otherwise, like you wouldn't, you know, like. And even so, it's still just like something goes wrong, and when you add. You know, if you like, yeah, a couple planes in the air, and every once in a while in the news, you do see a plane go down or something, and it's tragic yeah. and it's scary, so on and so forth. But imagine putting millions of cars in the sky. Yeah, that would happen all the time. And people are way up in the air, and th th their battery dies. And fall. even better yet, you're in three dimensions. Imagine you're this guy, and someone's driving or flying over you, and then their battery dies. And they fall and on you. Down into you, and then you go down to the next guy, and everybody's on the ground. And it's just this, this huge hot pile of dead car pilots, mm -hmm. and it's it's scary to think about. And even even not like your battery dying, but like you're just flying around, and you're probably just thinking to yourself the whole time, like Jesus, I hope the guy above me, you know, got his tires checked. I hope the guy above me, yeah, you know, isn't gonna like this, lose that. a nut or a bolt or a screw or That's a good point. whatever. That kind of thing, and they're just not as glorious as they seem to be. They yeah. could be extremely stressful. In yeah, that you sense. really don't think of that stuff when you just say like, yeah. "Oh, flying cars would be cool." Yeah, people don't think about the practicality of flying cars. And the other example of that that both of them have brought up in their uh, sciency brains is that just to make a car fly would, of course, require a lot of Power. some force being pushed down in yeah. order to for keep it up to, to go up. And that would result in a lot of energy being used, and it would result in a fuck ton of noise. Like, a ton of noise. Yeah, I do, rem I do remember them saying that. If flying cars were a thing, they would be as loud as helicopters. And can you imagine, you're just, like, in your apartment right there where you are one night, and your neighbor got on, got on the hot new trend of flying cars at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Go, yeah, they gotta go somewhere early in the morning, and... <laughs> And you just hear a freaking helicopter like land on the roof of your apartment <laughs> building. Your car, and, <laughs> and oh, all of a sudden you're cursing at them from your apartment below. It'd be, it it'd be a mess. So it's like, maybe flying cars are somewhere way down the line. Someone in my English class the other day we were talking about this actually, and they said some companies like got prototypes and stuff of flying cars, and I was like, I don't believe that. I I just don't. And I, I don't know. I wouldn't do flying cars. I just do like small, like one or two people planes that that aren't that aren't like aren't like propeller planes like we have already. I mean, I don't know. A bit sleeker, like, more more advanced about it. And um, we do have an aviation program. Yeah. Well, I should talk to an aviation major about what they think about flying cars because flying in and of itself, in one of the Devices we already have that does it in a helicopter or a plane is not an easy thing to do. Period. Like yeah, like it's all these controls. You got to keep track of your altitude. You got to keep yeah. track of. You got to steer. You got to be an autopilot. You got to be detailed. all this stuff. Um, I, have, I I do know this one kid that's in a lot of my classes that's really into the planes, and uh, his biggest problem is techno babble, which is the word I use when you just get those people that are so into something. They start talking about like the nitty gritty, like technical stuff of whatever they're into. Yeah. And it's really self defeating because it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you that's know, what damn I, well. that's what I oh, try no. not to do when I, when I talk about the techie art stuff that I do. I try to like make it incredibly simple for whoever I'm talking to. 
dumb stuff down and everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's actually a really good way to go. And uh, it's actually, I think, been shown sometimes just in my fun marketing world that uh, just talking like a third grader will actually get you more recognition and more popularity and stuff than talking like a smart dude because people understand what you're saying you reach and there's the majority of people that way yeah there's no really like there's been uh not debate there's been discussion that that's part of the reason donald trump won the election is because he doesn't talk like he's super sophisticated he can, he can talk to the masses yes he just yeah he makes everything at a third grade level people like to make fun of him for it and call him stupid for well, it. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, whether he does it intentionally or not, is another thing. Yeah. But, yeah. That's you know. too. The fact of the matter is, yeah, people understand him. Everybody understands him. Smart people can understand dumb language. Dumb people can't understand smart language. Yeah. So like if you're trying to appeal to everybody, when you say build a wall, most people know what build a wall means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you had like one of those like sophisticated, like actual politicians, as we call them, though, it's like, we need to, we need to construct, uh, vertical mechanism to structure obstruct the path of the latin the the latino culture yeah, like it's just too like, it's too it's too long and yeah and uh, it's, it's like drawn out and too people. Hard. yeah when people talk like that we know a couple of people that talk like that it's like why are you I do. Using i'm words? guilty of that a lot actually i do it sometimes i don't do it as much as two specific people i won't name but i can think of do and it's just like, what? Use words that I know what they mean. Like, I just, I don't like it when it's to the point where you know that they know they're just doing it to try to sound smart. And it's like, just use a normal word, please. <laughs> like, nobody thinks you're smarter because you use the word plethora. Like, guilty. But that's okay. So, I'm not saying it's good to have like a weak vocab. I'm just saying. Use the most don't, understandable don't version overuse of the it. word. <laughs> so, um, what else can I, we talk I, about? I just do it for fun. Like, I just do it to be funny. Like, I don't. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. I, I, I am. I, I have become like a word there's, ninja. There's a time and a place for it. I've become very good at um, like if you don't know what else to say, fine. You know, if it is the word that you need. That's well, hey, you know what? What's cool is like, have you ever seen? Oh, you you've probably talked to me about this before. I'm just forgetting. But those those videos where they talk about old words that went in a style that no one uses anymore, but they actually describe situations a lot better than our modern words do. I think I really have. Yeah, they're like some old English words that you might come across once in a while, and they actually like describe a situation or something way better than the words we have now would. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> there weren't there weren't two like fun videos on it that you can watch. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that's interesting. And then we got like the slang too. I remember my my I actually my most popular post on my personal Instagram that I ever put up was that uh, one of Will Smith saying that whatever it was about how it's sad that we live in a society that understands words like uh bay and turnt and oh. lit and stuff like that as opposed to words like ethics and morals and that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. That that like blew up blew up meaning i got like around 100 likes but for me that's a lot given that i have like 300 followers on that account yeah yeah that's like a 33 percent engagement rate so that's pretty cool but um yeah that's what happened do we have anything else to talk about i have more stuff but i don't know i don't know if we're getting timely or what's going on or if you have time because 
Uh, we're getting a little timely. I do have a little bit of work to do. I'm willing. Okay. So we've got. Oh, how about this? Uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll wrap it up with this, I guess, because we All talked right. about solutions with traffic. So that's good. We talked about how traffic became. Yeah. So I really have one left. I was watching another thing the other day that talked about like, how do how do you interpret the fact that uh people in America, specifically, or at least in Pennsylvania, we actually like follow traffic laws pretty oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. The people like, in other countries don't. Yeah. They just yeah, don't. Yeah, I want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was weird to think about that. The, the, that was brought up in a video I was watching the other day, and I never really thought about it, but it just. The fact that we follow our traffic laws does go to show that no matter how pessimistic you are about, like, our government and criminals and stuff like that, like, we do, everyone does have, like, some sort of respect for the rules, for the authority, something like that. Uh, I was listening to Ben Shapiro. And that's actually, that's actually one of my, that's actually one of my pet peeves is when people, like, blatantly don't follow the rules, but that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, that is a conversation. I, I don't see that a lot, intentionally, especially. Well, unless no, it's like not little in, rules. Yeah. Unless it's like people that don't use their turn signals. Mm-hmm. That is probably my biggest pet peeve with traffic. Yeah. And somehow we didn't even talk about that a lot during yeah, the Yeah, we'll, we'll say that for another but time. The, yeah, I feel like this content. is gonna have a this is gonna have a part two, because yeah, it definitely will. That's okay. There's actually a lot to talk about with traffic. And we went off on a couple of tangents. There is. But what but, were you saying about uh, Ben Shapiro or something? But Did you yeah, say Ben so Shapiro was saying something? Yeah. He went down. I forget if it was just the southern U.S. or if it was Mexico. or Because it, it was probably actually out of the country. But I can't really remember. But yeah, he was talking about somewhere he went and visited. And people in these other places just don't follow the traffic. Like, they just don't stop at red lights. Yeah, like, like if, they, if you stop, that's a bad thing. You got to like, keep going. Like they genuinely just don't care and show up. Ab- it, 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 it's just crazy. The only way to, to survive is to join the the madness. Yeah, I guess if you can't beat them, join them. But well, um, that, that's how it that's how it sounds. Like the way he was speaking about it, because I do remember I remember listening to something like that a little bit too. Uh, and that's the way that's kind of like how I was deciphering it is he was basically saying like there's not much you can do, but like do what they yeah. do yeah because you know if they don't stop at red lights then the red light doesn't mean anything and the green light doesn't mean anything yeah i guess you just kind of have to watch where you go but it, it is crazy to think that in other places there's actually just literally no respect for the law like whatsoever and that people are mm-hmm. just just blazing through red lights and they're just i don't even know what else and just the fact that it's not really enforced and that there is the opportunity to do that in said places. But um, if you're ever starting to get like doubtful of American society and how we just do whatever we want or we have criminals or that people don't really have any respect, we do have some level of respect that we might just not realize. And that's embedded in traffic laws and the fact that yeah, even criminals actually stop at red lights yeah like and they also get mad when people don't follow yes, those rules and... yes and i've I, I mean i have seen traffic or red lights run before but i i'm sure it was almost always an accident yeah or that's right unintentional and you I've, and i have done it too we're yeah, like oh I've no run, like yeah i've run one or two red lights like blatantly run one or two red lights where it wasn't like yellow about to be red almost. like it was just a red light and i just went right through it 
but like there are places where people just don't care enough or don't have enough respect for their authorities to even try so on that note go america i'm probably a bigot for saying that or something but until (laughs) until next time i i don't care i'm america first i live here until next time i'm justin that's gerard our social stuff will be down in some form of description as always and if you made it this far you're probably already subscribed to us on something or like us enough to be if you're not please subscribe first of all if you're listening subscribe if you're watching like and subscribe share and comment and i I just want to put a little bit extra emphasis on every so many of these episodes to just please like like and comment like those are just as important or if not more important than the subscribing don't be lazy you have to take take your little mouse and you have to go like this and then click a button so please do it show some love we'll be back next week bye Thank you.